0: Hello and welcome to Chelsea News with me your host Jack and in today's episode we'll be talking about every first team regular at Chelsea Football Club and deciding whether they should stay or leave in a slightly different episode of the Chelsea News Podcast. With no further ado, let's dive right into it. First and foremost we're going to cover the attackers at Chelsea Football Club. At the top of that list is the name on everyone's lips, Romelu Lukaku. Lukaku, if you didn't already know, was recently interviewed on Sky Italia talking about his dissatisfaction at Chelsea Football Club. But despite that, I think Chelsea's 100 euros transfer will remain at the club, solely down to the fact that the Blues will not be able to recoup half of that transfer fee at the moment. For that, and that reason alone, I think Romelu will stay at Chelsea Football Club. He has the promise to become a great player at Chelsea Football Club if he can score some more goals, and that will go a long way towards the Chelsea fans and indeed manager Thomas Tuchel forgiving him. The next player up is Callum Hudson-Odoi. Put simply, I think he should either stay at Chelsea Football Club, or potentially leave the club on loan in order to get more game time. Everyone at Chelsea knows how talented young Hudson-Odoi is, but we're we're all still yet to see the full extent of his abilities in a blue shirt. He can either stay and train around the first team, or he can leave on loan to a high challenging Champions League club, potentially even challenging for a domestic competition, maybe a club at the same level as Borussia Dortmund. Dortmund have missed that creative player, have had an excellent record at developing young English players such as Jaden Sancho. I genuinely believe that the best career path for Hudson-Odoi is a two-year loan to a club like Dortmund, or to just train around the Chelsea First team. Straight after Callum Hudson-Odoi, we have Kai Havertz. Havertz has seemingly now become ingrained in Chelsea history after his Champions League final goal. Havertz is a hugely talented player who bought who Chelsea bought from German club Bayern Leverkusen for €72 million in 2020. He's had a mixed start to life at Chelsea after starting amazingly in London, then catching Covid, and then scoring the winning goal in a major final to playing Falstein more recently this season due to the absence of two of the club's more established strikers in Romelu Lukaku and Timo Werner. Habetz is a quality player and I believe that we're still yet to see the best of him in a Chelsea shirt. Once he beds in, he'll surely become one of the best players not only in the Premier League but possibly even the world, as many Chelsea fans know, Roman Abramovich himself personally pushed for this move due to how talented the player was, and in order to prevent him from not coming to Chelsea in the future and possibly moving to one of their rivals. Abramovich hadn't shown that much interest in a player since he pushed for Chelsea to sign Eden Hazard from Lille in 2012. This shows how talented and valued he is by the Chelsea hierarchy. And for all of the aforementioned reasons, Havertz will stay at Chelsea for the foreseeable future. And now straight into the next player in Hakim Ziyech. Ziyech has been even more of a mixed signing in Kai Havertz. A player in his prime right now, Ziyech was signed from Ajax off the back of several outstanding seasons of form in Amsterdam. He seems to flourish every pre-season before getting injured and picking up form later on. Right now, as I'm writing this after the Tottenham game, Ziyech has had one of his best games in a Chelsea shirt, playing in his preferred position in attack. If Ziyech was younger, he could po- probably be one of the almost Eden Hazard-like players that you would build the whole team around because he's simply that good. But because he's approaching his 30s, I think that he should be looked at as one of those experienced, very capable and great Chelsea players that can help the team in tough scenarios. I also kind of think there should be more emphasis on trying to find a way that he fits into this system at Chelsea, that he's simply too good a player to be in and out every week because of rotations. Ziyech has that calmness about him when he scores, and he can also pick out an assist from across the pitch, and I think he has one of the best passing and attacking vision in world football right now, possibly only behind Lionel Messi himself. Surely we need to integrate Hakim a bit more. Straight after Zek is a player given many chances to succeed at Chelsea Football Club in Timo Werner. Verner has been somewhat inconsistent in front of goal at Stamford Bridge. But has become a fan favourite due to his constant running and work ethic. Vern's always running for loose balls and never misses an opportunity to try and help the club, but recently, thanks to a combination of VAR decisions and poor finishing, so far his luck has Lakers been pretty bad. I think regardless, Chelsea need an attacking player like that, as well as someone to rotate with Ronald Lukaku in the future, Werner to stay. Next up, we have the American man, Christian Pulisic. As Chelsea fans, we all know how good Pulisic can be at his best, such as that superb, almost talismanic run of form in the final few games of Frank Lampard's last season in charge. But due to injuries and other unknown reasons, such as a supposed riff with Thomas Tuchel, he's never seemed to regain that form or even properly nail down a starting berth. Next up is current out on Lone Star Armando Broja, who's currently playing his trade at Southampton and is doing so very proficiently, being Southampton's top goalscorer. There's not, there's not only been interest from the Saints, but also reportedly from West Ham too, who want him to act as a backup player for their current striker, Mikel Antonio, reportedly bidding around 20 million for the young Chelsea Academy graduate. I believe that Chelsea should reject that offer and keep the young striker. Either Chelsea play him as a rotational option in attack, or he goes out another loan to develop at a high Premier League club. Maybe even go to West Ham for a season on loan and play deputy to Mikel Antonio. And then eventually he could return to become Chelsea's star striker once Romelu Lukaku has become too old. He has a lot of promise and who knows, maybe give him a couple of years and he could be leading the line for Chelsea Football Club. Who knows? Next up, after Armando Broja. And turning everything onto a more sour note, we have Ross Barkley. Barkley's been simply dreadful since leaving Goodison Park, for Stamford Bridge, and I think he should leave. First of all, there was the €20 million transfer he commanded. All of that fee was seemingly flushed down the toilet in addition to his wages. He been no doubt at the club many times since joining, and this season, no club was foolish enough to take him on loan and pays £100,000 per week wages for the minimal contribution he provides for his team. Sell him and get him out of the club. Next up, there is again another talented but flop of a player, in forward, Michi he He's currently on loan at Turkish club Beskicas, uh, but needs to be sold as soon as possible. He's been an adequate striker in his time at Chelsea, but that time is simply up. He doesn't play anymore, and I believe that right now he's still still most likely to command around 20 million euros as a transfer fee from somewhere like Newcastle. This is his prime, he won't play at Chelsea, and he simply can't continue to be loaned out as he runs down his Chelsea contract. He signed for 30 million euros and to let him leave for nothing would be a crying shame. And now, after the attackers, we're moving on to the Chelsea midfielders. First and foremost in the midfielders section, we have Mateo Kovacic. Kovacic has been an outstanding midfielder since he signed from Real Madrid and has really come on leaps and bounds this season after receiving the number 8 shirt at Chelsea Football Club. Kovacic has been playing regularly and is still very young and henceforth should stay. Moving on, we have Mr Chelsea himself, Mason Mount. Mount rose up through the Chelsea academy and has broken his way into the first team squad at Stamford Bridge. Since being introduced to the team by Frank Lampard, Mount has really shone in a blue shirt and embodied everything about the club, possibly even showing signs that he may even be a potential captain material in the future, after Aspie eventually leaves the club. But put simply, he's invaluable to Chelsea Football Club and should not be sold under any conditions. Without him playing, Chelsea looked dysfunctional and often struggled to do the basics of the game. Mount isn't an exceptional player in his own right, but he can do the basics of football very, very capably, and that makes everyone else on his team so much better for having him there. Mount is not to be sold, and I believe the Chelsea hierarchy recognises this, will not sell him under any conditions, no matter the bid. After Mount, we have a player that should be uh, that should be phased out in the current Chelsea starting eleven, in midfielder, Jorginho. Jorginho has been a great servant in his time at Chelsea since he moved from Napoli under Maurizio Sarri's tenure. He recently finished third in the Ballon d'Or voting, mainly due to the role he played in his two teams in Italy and Chelsea, both winning the summit of their competitions this year. But he's getting old, and due to his stock being high because of the high placing and amazing performances for Italy that he achieved, he should be sold to another club, potentially even like PSG, who could really use a metronomic passer like Jorginho and due to their wealth he'd most likely be willing to pay around 50 million euros for the attacking midfielder's services. He's been a great servant for Chelsea, but it's time to move on for the player. Next up is Saul, the Atletico Madrid loney who has recently flopped at Chelsea. Since he's joined the Blues, he's had almost no success playing, and hasn't played a full game since joining the Blues on a temporary basis from Atletico Madrid. Put simply, Chelsea won't be triggering the fee to buy him on a permanent basis. Next up is Chelsea Academy graduate Ruben Loftus-Cheek. He was absolutely shining previously for Chelsea under previous managers such as Mauricio Sarri and Antonio Conte. He was seemingly almost as good as a player as Hazard on his day, and was, and continued that form until injuring his ACL under Mauricio Sarri. Ever since then, Ruben has seemingly not been able to recover his form. He had a disappointing spell on loan at London, Premier League rivals Fulham, and this season has played some football in the first team after being unable to attract any loan suitors this season. Due to generally not being a major part of the team this season, I believe he should leave leave on a permanent basis this summer and seek some game time so that Chelsea can make some money on his sale. Next up, we have French star Angolo Kante. Kante's been superb since joining from Leicester after winning the league with the Foxes. Kante's been one of Chelsea's best players recently, is quite simply beginning to age. He should be kept with the Chelsea squad due to his ability and to mentor any younger players that may come up. Kante to stay. Straight after Kante is a player I believe could just replace him in the Chelsea starting lineup, in Conor Gallagher. Gallagher is shown or known at Crystal Palace and has been one of the best players in the Premier League. Gallagher has the ability to nail down the starting lineup at Chelsea Football Club and I will and I believe he will do so. But not this season. Needs to be around the club for a while before bedding into the starting lineup, as someone like Rhys James did in Frank Lampard's first season with Cesar Azpilicueta. Kante can bed him into the team and eventually be phased out after passing his spot to Cant, to Gallagher, Gallagher to stay. Next up is current on loan again midfielder Bakayoko, but this time the on loan midfielder should get nowhere near the first team. Bakayoko joined Chelsea under Antonio Conte. And simply never bedded in at Stamford Bridge, and is now on loan at yet another club, this time at AC Milan. Whilst in Milan, he's been adequate and has reportedly been good enough for the San Siro club to be willing to trigger his option to buy clause. Bacciota to, to go in the summer. Next up, yet again another midfielder on loan in Billy Gilmore. Gilmore has been playing in Norwich this season after Tuchel thought his best development option was to develop by playing regularly at Norwich under his friend Daniel Farker. But Gilmore's time at Norwich has been a troubled one, after Norwich has struggled in terms of form in the league. Gilmore should go on another loan to another club, higher up in the league, somewhere like Southampton or Brighton, a club that will comfortably stay up in the league whilst playing good football at the same time. Gilmore should stay at the club, but leave on a good loan. Anyway, that's all of the midfielders at Chelsea Football Club, and to make this video shorter, I'm going to split this into two parts for the defenders and the goalkeepers in the next video. Thanks for listening, this is the Chelsea News Podcast with me, your host Jack. If you enjoyed then feel free to watch some more and like and subscribe. Bye!